Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, June 10th, 2020. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. I am back in the saddle after a too short weekend away. Thank you, James, of course, for stepping in with Matt. No, I was not crime fighting in Buffalo, mainly just eating my way around town, much to my stomach's dismay. But I am back home and back in business. A bit of a short show today, but with some important things to cover. So first off, if you're able to support us at this time, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon. And if not us, consider donating to one of the bail funds or other social justice organizations that currently need help. Today's recommendation is Emergency Release Fund, which is part of the National Bail Fund Network and which helps raise and post bail for trans and other queer folks. You can visit them and contribute at emergencyreleasefund.com. On to yesterday's top stories, and let's continue our Black Lives Matter movement coverage. Late on Monday night, a new website was making the rounds on social media, wcuwat.com. The WAT in this case stands for White Theater Artists, and the website consists of a letter signed by 300 Black, Indigenous, and People of Color, BIPOC, theater makers demanding that the white American theater recognize its legacy of white fragility and white supremacy. The letter, which is accompanied by a petition, has been signed by Cynthia Arrivo, Viola Davis, Lynn Nottage, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Lauren Yee, and many, many others, and touches on several key issues, including tokenism, the co-opting of BIPOC work, the funding or lack thereof of said work, unchecked white privilege, and more. You can read the full letter and sign the change.org petition that comes with it to demand change for BIPOC theater makers at wcuwat.com. So far as of recording, the petition was at just over 54,000 signatures and is aiming for 75,000. We have been talking a lot about this over the past week and a half, of course, and reading some of the responses and letters from BIPOC artists. Now is your chance, fellow white people, to start somewhere if you haven't yet, and to continue the work if you have. This letter explicitly turns the mirror to leaders, creators, uh, critics, cast directors, agents, unions, producers, training programs, and the theater as a whole. I think that should also include those who consume theater and those who advocate for it. While we work for change, black theater creators are honoring their own with a new award show. On Tuesday, Broadway Black announced it will present the inaugural Antonio Awards on Friday, June 19th, fittingly Juneteenth. The ceremony will be a celebration of the black Broadway and off-Broadway community and will include a pre-show virtual red carpet, original musical numbers, presenters, and performers. In the Broadway Black Spirit of Community, winners will be chosen by the public. Online voting began last night and continues through June 12th at midnight at broadwayblack.com. On Tuesday night, Brian Terrell Clark and Crystal and Lloyd announced the nominees. Running through some of the big categories quickly, we have for Best Musical, The Secret Life of Bees, A Strange Loop, Tina the Tina Turner Musical, the Wrong Man, Girl from the North Country, and Jagged Little Pill. For Best Play, One and Two, Tony Stone, All the Natalie Portmans, Stu, Blacks, and Paris. Best Revival, 
for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough, West Side Story, Native Son, Little Shop of Horrors, Fires in the Mirror, and Two Can Play. The acting categories are broken down into off-Broadway and Broadway play and musical, and to my absolute delight are genderless combined categories. Best Actor in a Play Off-Broadway, the nominees are Carrie Young, Portia, April Mathis, Crystalline Lloyd, Ato Blankson-Wood, and Danielle Brooks. For Broadway, Audra McDonald, Lashans, Jakina Calacango, and Blair Underwood. Musical Off-Broadway, Sierra Renee, Larry Owens, Janelle McDermott, Danielle Fulton, Joshua Henry, and again, Lashans. And for musical Broadway, Kimber Elaine Sprawl, Adrian Warren, Isaac Cole Powell, Daniel J. Watts, and Shireen Pimentel. Other categories include featured actors for both off-Broadway and Broadway play and musical, director, choreography, lighting design, scenic design, sound, costumes, hair and wig, orchestrations, original score, book, solo performance, and quarantine content, which is pretty cool. Additionally, the inaugural Lifetime Achievement Award will go to Chuck Cooper. The whole list of nominees will be included in the show notes. Broadway Black has already announced some of the performers and presenters, including Audrey McDonald, Titus Burgess, Alex Newell, Ephraim Sykes, James Monroe Eigelhart, and many, many others. The ceremony will be held on the 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. This is so amazing. We keep talking about what we wanted to see out of the Tony Awards, which were this past weekend or supposed to be this past weekend. And that was what we wanted to see was a celebration of theater. These are obviously just for fun as Brian and Crystalyn emphasized during the nominations, but a celebration of theater and a celebration of the black artists that made it, it is. Speaking of one of those nominated shows, Danya R. Loves 1 and 2, which will be part of the upcoming Pride Plays readings, has announced its cast. Jamil Dobson, Leland Fowler, and Edward Mowere will all reprise their roles from the new group world premiere. The reading will be directed by Malika Oyetaman with stage management by Noelle Diane Johnson. As previously announced, the play and others like it included in Pride Plays will be a benefit project for Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS and will be presented on June 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern on Playbill.com slash Pride Plays. This was one of my favorite shows from 2019. I've talked about it a lot. I think about it very nearly every day. I'm very interested to see for one and two, any of the three leads could play any of the three characters. So you have whichever combination play uh, characters one, two, and three. I think it's man on left, man in center, and man on right. And the audience chooses in the live version. So I'm really curious to see how they made the choice here for the reading. As always with theater, there's nothing that beats seeing it live, but I am so, so thrilled that this incredibly important work will be presented, especially as part of Pride and especially during this moment. Finally in the news, coming late on Tuesday from Variety, it was announced that Disney is developing an original movie musical based on the songs of Lionel Richie. Tentatively titled All Night Long, obviously after the song of the same name, the new project will use some of Richie's greatest hits in a live-action project in early stages of development with a planned theatrical release in mind. 
Pete Chiarelli, who is one of the writers on Crazy Rich Asians, is reportedly writing this script. No director has been named at this time. Please, Lord, be a black director if you're going to have a white man writing the script, which you probably shouldn't be. I'm assuming this is going to be in the style of Mamma Mia or Across the Universe, where the music moves the story along, but is independent from the story, as opposed to something like uh, Blinded by the Light or Yesterday. But we will have to see. Finally, a couple of quick recommendations for your Wednesday. First up, over at YouTube, you can now watch Bill Irwin's In Zoom, a new world premiere play for the medium starring him and Christopher Fitzgerald. It's only about 10 minutes long. We talked about it on the show when it was announced, and it is now, at least now, available to watch at any time. Honestly, really cool to see plays written specifically for the medium between this and especially what do we need to talk about at the public as opposed to shows that are just being adapted for Zoom. So be sure to check that one out. And then speaking of the public, artists from the theater group, including Amara J. Brady, David Clark, Francis Jew, Lily Randall, and several others got together virtually to perform Ring of Keys from Fun Home in Order of Pride Month. The caption reads, quote, We're able to celebrate Pride each year because Black and POC trans women made their voices heard and confronted police violence and discrimination during the Stonewall riots. Violence continues to disproportionately impact the black trans community, and if you have the means, we encourage you to make a contribution in support of organizations and causes that center black trans people. I am a notorious blubberer at any performance of Ring of Keys for obvious queer reasons. This is no exception. Be sure to check that out. And as I said, if you can donate, I've already mentioned Emergency Release Fund. I've mentioned the Okra Project. There are many more. Uh, I will try and include a few more in the show links for you as well. All right, that is all we have for you on this Wednesday. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. Have a happy and safe Wednesday, everybody, and we will be back to talk with you tomorrow. 